What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have a special guest, Mr. David Barrick, and he's going to be talking about uh, crowdfunder because he is the president of the joint. So we're going to be talking to him coming up next in just a few minutes. Let's get it. Welcome to Catch the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most and the crazy man, Vera, and I am with George the Dreamer Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Crazy. And tonight is a special episode of Catch the Crazy. We don't usually cut. We haven't come on on Wednesday evenings live in a while. But we are here tonight because we're going to be talking to the president of Crowdfunder, which is another crowdfunding platform for those of us indies who are looking to expand our reach. And so we're going to be talking to Mr. David Barrick. We're going to be talking to him tonight about the platform. He's going to give us a little tutorial on how it works. And this is going to be good for both, you know, people who like to pledge to kick uh, to Kickstarters, to have the pledge to crowdfunders and those who maybe want to run one. So uh, that's going to be fun tonight. If you are interested in something like this, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment below, do all those things, share. Share the uh, the video out to your peeps. Help us grow the channel. But uh, yeah, man, that's what's going on tonight, Sam. What you got going on in your neck of the woods, man? I hear tornadoes out there. What the hell's going on? Tornadoes are acting up, bro. It's crazy, bro. I got lucky yesterday, but today somehow I missed the alert because I didn't have any internet access this morning, and it was because we were on another tornado alert today. Um, But I was looking at uh, a couple of towns over that got hit. It was bad. Uh, scary, you know. I didn't know that when I moved to Texas that I was in the tornado alley. Uh, what I was like, really, really? Thanks a lot. But um, the realtor didn't tell me. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a great deal. Yeah, he, <laughs> left that out. he left that out. And as soon as I moved in, whoosh, where's my house? <laughs> yeah. I'm in Oz now. Um, <laughs> that was just crazy. What's up, Aurelis in the house? What's I love that video, Aurelis. I love that video. That was awesome. Thank you. It up, man. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then, um, um, so I woke up this morning. There was no internet access. So trying to get that going, and it took a couple hours. It was the whole neighborhood down. And uh, so then, um, I was working on page eleven for ish book number five of Disneyland in my toilet, um, which which is crazy because book number four launches january 3rd so if you haven't signed up for the kickstarter please sign up today um we launched january 3rd um book number four and it's exciting and don't forget that if you were a backer and you return um that you're gonna get this official enamel pin which is right here 
So if you just come back and pledge for physical level and you'll get that for free from me saying thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, and you can still get it right in time for Christmas. Don't forget, there's still the, the duty the sneaky Santa shirt. It's available now. Get it. Um, well, it's, it's a great Christmas gift. And it's, you, know, you got the hoodies and you got the T-shirts. And um, outside of that, uh, so I want to say thank you to all the new subscribers to the art channel, The Art of Samuel. Um, so we have had a, a nice increase in subscribers to the channel. So thank you all so much. And if you haven't checked it out, go and check it out today. So, yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, right now it's just been um, grinding, grinding. Yeah, man. Creating, creating. Yeah, man. I was doing I was doing a little writing today. I haven't done that in a while. Just sat down and started writing for this uh, for a new uh, graphic novel that I'm working on. And uh, let me ask you something about graphic novels, Sam. I know you haven't written a graphic novel in a while. I know you, you're doing a duty thing. It's, it's single issues. Do you do you write the graphic novels with single issues in mind whenever you write a graphic novel? I wrote, yes, yes. So no, I start out, the, the kids are excited. They're so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, they're so awesome. Um, the um, When I wrote Duty as a miniseries, it was specifically to break it into a couple of books. So so I had, so the goal was to collect it into a graphic novel, but to write it into chapter. So I treat each issue as a chapter in the graphic, the way that's my approach to it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm doing because- you know, just like a regular book, just like a prose book, right? When you're reading a book, you're reading chapters of a book. And some chapters are longer than others, you know, you, and you go through the gamut. So as I'm writing this graphic novel, I'm thinking, okay, well, I, I certain things end, right? So you're, you're writing, you're still writing chapters within that one book. Because the thing is, as indies, we know that single issues cost money. Unless, like J.D. Rosario, big shout out to him, he goes and prints out. Uh, he doesn't print on demand. He makes it rain. He doesn't print offset on demand, printing. right? He's offset. got the offset printing model. So when you do that, obviously those single issues are going to be cents in some cases, you know, unless things have gotten more expensive nowadays. But um, which is why I I like to write, you know, graph the graphic novel um, is what I'm writing now. So yeah, so but I, I still have to break it down into chapters. And, you, and you're right; it does give you an option to say, you know what. Let me at least print out the first chapter in a single issue and see if people are even interested in this thing right. um, and then print out the graphic novel or whatnot. So, yeah, so I was doing a little, a little creative writing today, which I haven't done in a while, like like a full day of it. You know, I usually do Brit, like bits and pieces of it. It's so good to sit down and just do it for a full day. It's like a different experience when you do it that way. Oh, it's a, right. For me, writing, I have to set like for me, like I we were talking offline earlier today. I'm scheduling a week because I'm working on a project which I'm writing is going to take me. Um, and so that specific week is dedicated to just writing. Um, uh, and I think that's what you have to do. I think because it requires a different set of skills when you're writing versus when you're an illustrator. Um, and you need that, that time to reflect, to think, to, you know, you know, you go back and you read the first couple of pages that you wrote. You make sure that things in sequence, if you already wrote your Bible and your character history and all that stuff, you have that to refer to. So there's a lot of things that go into it. It's a lot more complicated. Um, so I think setting the time is the best um, advice any anybody can get is just to isolate it away from the noise, mm-hmm. shut your phone off and just focus. Yeah, no, 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 it is. And it, it goes by quick. I mean, the way I, the way I, I, I write, I, I have the whole story already plotted out. So that all that stuff is already written. So it's like the pre-work, all that stuff is already done. It's, and we were talking about this earlier. It's, it's when you're writing the script, especially when you're writing a script for somebody else to, to draw, 
you have to really go in there and tighten that thing up. And, you know, the panel descriptions and the dialogue and what's going to go here and what's going to go there. Doing all of that is very time consuming. And that's probably the, 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 the time, the thing that takes the most time is making sure that all of that makes sense. Because when you're writing a script, right, and you're putting actions in a panel, you don't want to put more than one action in a panel because it's a still image. So a person can't be taking off his hat and, and, and putting it back on at the same time. You know I read some like, crazy stuff. I read, I've seen some, I've seen some scripts where, where people think that it's a movie and right. they're the artist to accomplish a miracle in a oh, panel. In I'm like, are you panel, crazy? You can't do it. It's a still image. You have to have different actions. I think that's the you reason why when anybody asked me if I want to participate in a project, I said, I'll do it from the writer's side. I'm not going to illustrate it because some of the writers are a little over zealous you know they're a little overly yeah. ambitious they don't understand what it's like to illustrate those panels and and they they i mean i've read some you know we were working on a project i've read some panels i'm like oh i wonder how this guy's gonna pull this off <laughs> There's a lot of yeah it's a crazy a lot stuff of descriptions yeah like, no it's true it's true right drawing a comic book um is very different i i saw i saw uh, i think uh john ramita jr had a video up on his social media he's yes. back he's coming back on, on spider-man i don't know if you saw yes. that and he said that he's having a lot of fun drawing it, but there's a panel. But there's a yeah, and, and they are right. The writer is giving him stuff to write. He thought he had drawn everything. Yeah. He's giving him something brand new, and he's looking at it as a challenge. I mean, he's getting paid for it. Right. So you know, what I'm saying, and he's probably getting paid well for it. So I understand. But even he is like, "Yo, dude, I'm getting some stuff in I've never done before." But dude, yeah. he has a draft table of oh, all draft that? tables. That's Bro. like six draft tables in one. I never seen anything that big in my life. I was you like, got like six pieces of paper on the freaking thing. You have like, like seventeen no. sheets. Like, what do you like, fit that monstrosity? I was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was impressive. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. I saw that same clip. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool, man. It was kind of cool. So I can't wait to see because I'm, I'm collecting it right now. So I can't wait to see uh, his work on it. It's gonna be freaking. It's gonna be freaking dope. But yeah, dog. Anyway, what happened? He's a fantastic illustrator. Oh, incredible, dude. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so make sure you do follow, going back to what Sam was saying, make sure you, uh, you if you haven't done so yet, sign up to the pre-launch page for There's an Alien in My Toilet issue number four comes out. We're going to have a launch party January 3rd. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be us, the fellas, Aniba's coming through. I don't know if, I don't know if Jonathan's going to be here, but, you know, he said he was. So let's see what happens. We're going to have some fun. Um uh, but yeah, my brother, also, if you haven't done so yet, go to getyourmedswithaz.com. Check out some of the stuff on there. Yeah, buddy. That's right. Uh, check out some of the stuff on there um, that I have, my books, my, uh, my my hoodies and things of that nature. So check that out. It's also, uh, should, I, well, I, guess, I guess we'll throw it on the show notes and stuff like that. But yeah, man. All right. So I think right now we're just going to run to a quick commercial break and remind you why you should subscribe to Cast the Crazy. And when we come back, we're going to bring in our guest, Mr. David Eric. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies. And you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze! 
making moves on your own. Catch the craze. On your grind in the streets. Catch the craze. Join the movement. Catch the craze. Welcome, David. Thank you. Dave, welcome. Man. Welcome. Nice seeing you again. Yes, I've seen you too. Thanks yes, for yes. Here. I appreciate it. No, it's a, absolutely. It's a big deal being on Catch the Craze. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that, that, that you accepted the, uh, the invitation, and we're here to talk a little bit about Crowdfunder. But, um, but before we get into the Crowdfunder itself, and you know, we, we're going we're gonna to take the whole uh, next 50 minutes to talk about it, but yeah. just tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Just introduce yourself to the audience. Tell us a little bit about who David is. Cool. All right. Um, so I am, um, I guess for lack of a better term, I'm a serial entrepreneur in online fundraising. So my first company um, started in 2000. Uh, we did a, an online fundraising platform for some of the biggest advocacy organizations in America, like, uh, like the ACLU and Feeding America and um, uh, Amnesty International, Habitat for Humanity, those kinds of groups. Um, I sold that one in 2003. Um, my next company was also uh, related to uh, online fundraising. This time it was uh, centered around workplace giving uh, and workplace volunteering. And um, the, the, our clients there were like Marriott and uh, Toyota and Nike and other ones there. And I sold that company in 2017. Then I stayed home with my kids for a few years. Mm -hmm. And um, um, uh, didn't I did not make enough money for like to actually retire. So it sounds very glamorous, but it's not. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I was able to stay with my kids for a few years, which was That's really awesome. nice. And yeah. then uh, and now I'm back in the in the um, online fundraising world. Uh, right. This time focused on uh, on helping um, on on supporting the arts, specifically uh, independent creators. We're very active in the indie world with crowdfunder. Yeah. And um, and it feels so great to me because uh, I, um, I I actually went to film school for my undergrad degree. And so I got a, a bachelor's in film uh, with a focus on screenwriting. And then I did a master's in fiction writing. So to come back to uh, to the arts after my journey yeah. through online fundraising and still being able to do this is uh, is really cool for me. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like two worlds collide. Two worlds yeah, and it's been so great because because uh, um, you know crowdfunder we started crowdfunder just under six months ago, mm -hmm. um, even though the company Connection Point um, it's my buddy started it uh, in two thousand and nine. So the company has been doing crowdfunding for twelve years, and um, and we you know we've we've done a quarter of a billion dollars in, in funds raised for for people uh, through the platform, two hundred thousand campaigns in over a hundred countries, and so. The platform is really mature. Crowdfunder, though, is really new. And I and, and we're focusing like, well, you know, any creator can really put a campaign in there. We're really focusing heavily on comics because the comics world came to us and said, hey, we need an alternative. And um, and so um, I've just been spending this back the past six months meeting um, indie comics creators. And I just love it. <laughs> like it's, it is the warmest, nicest most creative community that I've ever been a part of. And I'm just having a blast. It's been That's great. Awesome. You're, like on a, you're like on a world tour right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The past, the past week has been, uh, been a bit of a yeah, I just got that uh, email from Comics Wellspring about your January 5th interview. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad that you got that email. Yep. Um, yes. So January 5th uh, with Comics Wellspring, we're going to 
they've got a, a, um, an initiative that they're going to announce that I can't yet talk about, but mm -hmm. um, related to a, a new partnership that we're establishing with them. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited about it because they do fantastic work. I mean, they're just, they're super solid and reliable. And yeah. so it's just a, it's the exact kind of company that we want to partner with. Well, that's yeah, the they, they, choice for us. Yeah, no, they, they've definitely taken the, the indie world by storm as far yeah. as printing. Because, you know, they, for a while I, I was using Kablam as a printer. Mm -hmm. I was using um, Mixum, right, as a printer. So there were there are obviously other alternatives. And, and I think that that's the best thing about, about this is that there are options. And options are always good because then you always have different places to go uh, to, to expand your, your, your business as, a, as, a, as an indie, right? My, my question for you, I guess, with, with all of the, the years in, in the crowdfunding world, right? Because you rethink, oh, the crowdfunding world is just new. That thing's been around for oh, yeah. a little while. How much has it changed since you first got into it, Dave? Have you seen a huge change, even Oof. say, like the way it's perceived, I guess, by people out there? Yeah. So, so, um, so, you know, online fundraising, when I first did online fundraising, um, it was, it was, uh, when, uh, what was it? John McCain was running for camp for president wow. the <laughs> first time. So this is 2000, right? Right. And, um, and he was, he was a client and, um, and so his campaign raised $5 million online. Wow. And that was like, just like yeah. mind boggling. Nobody <laughs> can imagine that anybody's going to raise money, that kind of money online. Right. And, you know, the most recent president, like, like uh, you know, uh, uh, Trump was able to raise like $100 million in a week online. Right, like, so right, like yeah. the way things have changed over the years has been really significant. As far as crowdfunding goes, what's super cool is that um, crowdfunding went to be from, from where people feel awkward because they're begging other people for money mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. like a fully legitimate business plan. Like this right. is, we are going to essentially... Um, reach out to our community and and uh, and and have a pre-sales event, right? It's not just pre-sales because that's kind of boring, but it's an event, right? And you are participating and you are actively involved in it, and you be essentially kind of become a co-creator of this project. Like you're not doing the right, the the, the art or the lettering or you know or, or coloring it or the writing or any of that kind of stuff, but by the by virtue of participating in the crowdfunding campaign the project will end up happening. Like it's gonna happen because you were a part of it. So, you know, the, both, the, both from the creator side and from the, the, the supporter side, like there's, this, there's a shift in the perspective of, you know, um, of um, I'm now, I'm not just, uh, I'm not just uh, supporting my, money, my buddy because he begged me for money to get his project done. I'm now like an active participant in what this thing is gonna be. And so the, the um uh the the engagement mm -hmm. is is really strong and so one of the things that, that i see when i when i like at crowdfunding at, at crowdfunding in general is it's not a way it, it is a way it's not just a way to fund your project mm -hmm. it's a way to build your audience right so yes. the yes. more campaigns you do the more you're able to communicate with your audience the more you're able to bring them into your creative world um, and, to, and to have them participate with you in the birthing of the next project, right? And so yeah. there's, it's you, every crowdfunding campaign, you should be building your audience and, and having more and more people participating in it. Now, that said, 
you know, there are always setbacks. People love issue number one. They don't necessarily love issue number two, right? Because they want to get in on there on that, you know, issue number one thing because someday for collectors, like someday that might be valuable, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, so they may mm -hmm. not support issue number two. That could happen. Or they bought issue number one and they're like, wow, that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're not going to come back for issue number two. Right, That's right. what happened with you guys, right? You know, like, they're going to see it. They're going to love it. They're going to tell their friends. And then, right. then the next campaign, it's just going to yeah. keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think part of the misconception and part of, I guess, uh, for, for some, for some of these, I, don't, I wouldn't say all is that we think that the, the, the platform's going to do it for us. Right. Yeah. If the platform's got 2 million people in it, shoot, I'm going to make a lot of money. And that's not the case. You still have to bring the audience you, to you your absolutely book do. because the audience doesn't know about your book. Yeah, you may have 200,000 people on, on, your, on your platform, but they don't know who, you know, Wonder Duck is. I yeah. got to bring them to you. So, so I think that part of what I, I liked about what we were talking about when we were on J.D. Uh, Calderon, and big shout out to him on his show that yeah. Sunday night, was the fact that it is so easy to pledge to a campaign without having to go through the hassle of signing up, giving you my information, doing all these things. Am I correct in saying that there is no sign up for it for those people who may want to support indie comics on your platform? Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. You don't need to sign up. You don't need to create an account. You just come in and you check out just like any other e-commerce experience. In fact, one of the advantages uh, to Crowdfunder is that um, is that we use PayPal. Like, right. And so for those people that don't want to put in their credit card information into another, into, you know, their website, they can just check out with, pay, with PayPal and, you know, they're super, it's super safe. You don't have to sign up for anything. You can, if you want to keep track of all the things that you've supported, you absolutely can sign up. You don't have to, um, you can just come in and, and, and check it out. And, um, and that, I, I think that is another thing that, um, that creators really like about our platform is that we don't ever touch the money. Um, we, when, uh, when a creator comes in and sets up their campaign, they put in their Stripe account, their PayPal account, and the money flows directly to them. We never hold it. We never touch it. You know, it's just not something that we ever, that we ever do. And so it really is that direct relationship between you and your supporter. And you don't have the platform as a barrier between you. And so if you want to go somewhere else, like if you say, let, you know, let's say you've got an online store using Squarespace and you decide you want to use an online store using Shopify, easy peasy. Your people don't care. Like mm -hmm. they don't care what platform you're on. They're there for you. Right. right? right. And so our philosophy is we're not getting in the way. Like we're not going to get in the way between you and your supporter. The relationship is direct. And if you decide you want to run campaign, all your campaigns on Crowdfunder, great. If you want to run your campaigns on Crowdfunder and then move to another platform, great. You can take all your data with you and all your relationships with you and all your money with you and everything. And, you know, like we're just there to, to be the conduit between you and your supporters. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's, that's who you're bringing to the table is, is you and your supporters. And we do not, not to say that we don't help the campaigns on our platform with discovery. Um, but we do it not through, you know, our our 200,000 people that are on our platform, which we don't have yet because we're only six months old. But we do it um, through uh, really actively getting your supporters to share your campaign on their socials. Like there's multiple steps along the way where we're encouraging them to do that. And if they do, if they want to, then they will. They love your stuff, then they'll do it. And that's great. And that secondary 
you know, um, uh, sharing is what gains you new supporters, new people that you hadn't interacted with before, uh, more than hoping that an algorithm picks you up and shows you to somebody who happened to be on the site. Right. I got a question from Daphne Lage. Do I understand correctly that pledges are collected and deposited into your account as it happens, as opposed to waiting to the end of the campaign to get all the money? Yeah. So Daphne, um, two things. First, I've, I've uh, seen your stuff online and it is amazing. Right. So thanks for being here. Um, and secondly, um, that's a really great question. So we, uh, we have two types of campaigns that you can run with us and it's your choice. You can either do a all or nothing campaign, which is what um, people are familiar with uh, with Kickstarter, or you can do a keep it all campaign. Uh, and a keep it all campaign is really good for the creator that has all the assets done. They just need to send it to print and they want to figure out how many they want to print. Right. So that's that's a really great way to go. If you're doing that type of campaign, if you're doing a, a keep it all campaign, the moment someone pledges, that is actual that is an actual transaction and that money goes directly into your account the moment that happens, right? So it's essentially uh, it's essentially a purchase. It's kind of like a pre-order. Um, but it's not a, just a pre-order because it still has the same excitement of a campaign. It still has, you know, the, the deadlines and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can do all the other things like, uh, you know, stretch goals and um, different uh, types of rewards. Um, the In the case of a uh, all or nothing campaign, the way it works with us is as soon as you hit your goal, you can choose, you don't have to, but you can choose to fund the campaign. So what that means is if you hit, if let's say your goal is a thousand dollars and you hit a thousand dollars on day two, the platform will say to you, you can choose to fund your campaign now and you can hit that button and all the credit cards or PayPal accounts will be charged and all that money gets deposited into your account. And then every single pledge that comes in after that, um, acts like uh, a keep it all in that the money comes through immediately, right? So you don't have to wait 30 days till the campaign is over. And then you don't have to wait another 15 days until, you know, the funds are released to you. You can actually, if you want to, uh, if, as soon as you hit your goal, you can start your production and fulfillment process right away. Like you don't have to wait till the campaign is over if you don't want to, to do that. Um, you may want to, cause you may want to do stretch goals and you may want to, you know, have other incentives or, but, um, but you get the money right away. And so if you have co if you have co-creators that you want to pay from that money, you can pay them right away because that money is yours. It goes right into your account. Right. So, so I, that was uh, definitely I hope that answered the question fully yeah. for you. So, so Dave, so okay, so having those two options is great, right? And so you have your your all or nothing, you have your keep it all. What are the pros and cons, I guess, in your, you know, you're, you're the man behind, behind the, the, the curtain there. What are the pros and cons between the, the two campaigns? What is the pro for doing it one way versus the other? What is the con, be, you know, doing it yeah. one way between the other? So, um, so definitely the advantage to doing the keep it all campaign is that even if you don't hit your goal, you still get the funds that have come through. Mm -hmm. um, and and, and, you know, it de-risks it a little bit for you. Um, and it's still, you still have the capacity to deliver because you've prepared yourself. Like, you know, um, if I, if I only get half of my goal, I'm still going to print these. I'm just going to print less. Um, and unfortunately, and I'm still going to fulfill on it. And unfortunately there's less money for me to pay me for all of my work, but 
you know, I'm still going to do this. So that's really good with the the keep it all campaign. The all or nothing is if you say to yourself, um, I still have, I've, I've done, let's say I've done all the writing and, um, and I've done the, you know, I've got the art is, uh, is, is, um, I don't know, let's say 50% done. Um, and I need to know whether I'm going to do coloring or not. Right. And if I don't hit my goal, I'm not going to be able to afford to do color. Um, if I do hit my goal, I am going to be able to afford to hit color. So I'm going to set my goal. Um, and if I don't hit my goal, then, um, or I'm sorry, let me back up. Cause that's a bad example. <laughs> Let's say you've written it. Yes. Um, and you have not yet uh, brought an artist in. Like you're not gonna illustrate it yourself and you intend to bring an artist in. And if you don't hit your goal, you know you're not gonna be able to pay the artist. Mm -hmm. Then an, uh, an all or nothing is a great idea. Because then you say like, if, if I need, need $2,000 to pay the artist and I'm only gonna get um, you know, 900, I don't want that campaign to fund because there's no way I'm gonna come up with the rest of the money to both pay the artist and print and ship and you know like do all the stuff that i need to do to get it done so that's where you say to yourself if the project's not going to go you know if i don't have all the money the project's not going to go through and i just won't do it and that's where it's safest to choose the the all or nothing campaign gotcha so if, if for example if i i'm a writer i have my book completed it's done all i need is printing you're saying then you can do the keep it all campaign the keep it all campaign works for me because of that is, is there any, any scenario where you would say to me, George, you know what? You should probably also try the, uh, the all or nothing, even though you have everything done. Is there, is there, is there a good thing for doing Is it maybe less fees? Maybe no, I mean? no. Okay. Yeah. There's no difference in fees. There's um, there is no difference in the excitement that you can generate between right. a keep it all and all or nothing. You can generate the same level of excitement between those two. Um, the only difference is all or nothing is good for de-risking it for you. Um, and keep it all is when you know you've got no risk. Right. Um, and, and the reason why, you know, some other platforms will only do all or nothing is because they're de-risking it for themselves. Yeah. And because our model is entirely different, um, we don't put artificial restrictions around what you can do um, in our platform because we have to protect our business model. Right. right? So like if we're not touching the money, um, but it's a direct relationship between you and your supporter that de-risks things for us to a certain degree. So we're able to give you more flexibility in what you do uh, in how you're running a campaign. So an example there is um, we allow you to run concurrent campaigns, right? So you start if you start a campaign this month, uh, sorry, you, let's say you, you just finished your campaign this month and it's going to take you three months or four months to fulfill it or five months to fulfill it, however long it's going to take, you know, if the art isn't done or whatever. It could take six months and you're like, oh, you know what would be amazing is I really want to do another campaign for as, as a companion to this stuff with, um, you know, like a, a, a toy um, and some pins and, you know, like an alternative cover um, for for the same thing that I just did. Or I've written something new and I want to now I want to get that one funded. Yeah. You can't do that with other platforms because they require you to fulfill first right. with us. You can. And the reason why is, again, we don't touch the money, right? So um, we can allow you to do that sort of stuff, and um, and you in your direct relationship with uh, with your with your supporter, you know, you you make it happen. 
So yes. that, I guess that's, this is a great question from Daphne. Do you have, have concerns about bad actors not fulfilling campaigns using the keep it all option? Yeah. Get the money for the campaign completed. Yeah. So, um, so there are, there are always bad actors in every platform that you're in. Um, so we do, we do a couple of things. First off, um, we have, uh, we have a whole bunch of behind the scenes, uh, things that are going on that are, um, that are looking for fraud, um, and trying to identify, you know, those, those bad actors. Um, we also have, um, both Stripe and PayPal, um, do what's called uh, KYC, which is know your customer, just the same thing that banks have to do. Mm -hmm. And so they are also, you know, on the lookout for people that are going to be, that have a history of, um, or are going to be uh, suspected of, of running fraudulent campaigns. But it's not just about fraud, right? Like it's not just about bad actors that are that are um, are legitimately just bad actors. There's also a situation where you, as a creator, uh, let's say you get sick, right? And you know the money's come in, and you just you can't fulfill on your campaign. That happens too. So you know, um, I don't want to I don't want to you know pin all of the everything on bad actors because their life gets sometimes life gets in the way of real things that will happen, and so we do our part to try and weed that out. Um, but um, but ultimately, crowdfunding no matter which platform you're on is a leap of faith. You're donating money to somebody to fulfill a, pro a project that, um, that you believe in. And, um, and sometimes that works out. Uh, most of the time that works out and sometimes it doesn't. So um, uh, the other thing that we do is for creators that are um, that are, are either, uh, you know, creators or companies like publishers or, um, you know, um, um, somebody that is operating under their own brand and they've got a history. Um, if they use Crowdfunder Professional, which costs exactly the same as Crowdfunder, um, they have the ability to get verified uh, by us and they get a verification badge. And that sort of signals that um, this is somebody that we've taken a look at and that um, is a little more reliable. There's no guarantee behind that, obviously, but it does give people a little bit more confidence that this is uh, a creator that has um, that has some credibility behind them to be able to. What, what do you guys use to 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 uh, verify them? Like, what 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 are some of the things that you would say? Okay, this this guy's we can verify this person. Um, so what we do is we um, um, if if we get a, a cold you know verification request that comes in, um, we go and check out all those pers that person's online assets. You know, if they've got an online store, if they've got. Um, um, uh, you know, YouTube channel, if they've got, you know, what do their social media look like? Um, what are, what are the things that they're selling and promoting? And we take a look at, um, at their history of what they've done online, people that, what people have said about them, comments, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and, um, uh, and if there's anything in there that's a little bit um, unclear, then we dig deeper, we reach out to them, we talk to them, we try to gain an understanding. We are not looking at anybody's books. We are not, asking them for, you know, their, uh, their uh, um, um, registration with their secretary of state or any of that kind of stuff. You know, we are, we're doing um, the regular due diligence. Uh, and, you know, for people that, that I have met and talked to and seen their work, um, you know, I, I can verify them to the team and they'll take care of the verification process that for them. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, we need to know that somebody's real.
All right. Yeah. So in relation to bad actors, we had a follow-up question from Monty Ball. He said, have you had an incident where you could tell us about where you caught a fraud? And if so, what actions were taken? Yeah. So when we catch a fraud, uh, what we do is we, we immediately suspend their campaign. Um, and um, um, in the situations where we are still able to, we will reverse all the transactions that, uh, that went through. Now, that is not always possible, depending on how long it is between the time that the transactions happened and the time that the fraud was detected. But, um, but very often, we are able to catch them pretty quickly and to reverse all the transactions yeah. that have gone through. I, I think that that's when using a credit card, something because your credit card companies will go after stuff like that, and they sometimes they they're, they're very good at at, at re refunding money when you use. It's, it's when you use your debit card, uh, your right. bank account directly, that it's very hard to do anything about it because now that money's gone. It's your money from your. It's not a credit card company anymore. It's your bank. That's so, but even in the case of debit cards, if we catch it quick enough, oh, um, then we will. We are able to return the money back to your bank. The other oh. the other thing to keep in mind is. Um, on every single every single page, there is a report this campaign link, mm -hmm. and so we do also get tips from the community um, about bad actors and bad campaigns. And you know, we don't like we're not going to jump on the first report. <laughs> we'll investigate it. If we get multiple reports, then we're like, okay, this you know this yeah. is very clear. But as soon as we get a report, we start investigating. Yeah. Um, we're not going to shut somebody down because one report came in. That's you know sometimes that's just a an angry. Uh, an angry house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. 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 So how, what, so, you know, I'm looking at your, your, your fees page. You know, how, how does uh, crowdfunder stay in business? How do they operate? How do they yeah. collect their, their, their errand of the cut? Yeah. That's a, that's a great question. Do, do we want to throw the fees page up? Oh uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I, I can do it. You can do it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Thanks. So uh, the simply free plan so first, before we go into this, um, these three plans, these three models are available to any creator um, for any campaign. And you can even switch between them mid-campaign if you want to test and see what happens, right? So you don't have to, you're not like locked into anything at any point. Um, you know, we're super flexible on this stuff because whichever plan you, you choose, ultimately we do get paid. And here's how that works. So with the Simply Free plan, um, you would be paying uh, your fees to Stripe and PayPal, the payment processing fees, uh, but you don't pay us anything. Instead, we ask your supporters to leave us a tip. Um, and if they tip us, then we get paid. And if they don't tip us, then we don't get paid. Um, but we've been doing crowdfunding for 12 years, and we know that we generally get tipped enough for it to be worth enough for it to be worth our while to uh, to offer this model. Um, there are enough people out there that appreciate the work that we do, and they are tipping us, um, and and we're able to make money. And and I'm telling you, we, I, I say this every time: we have to make money. Both of my kids now need braces. <laughs> you know, like it's not like, uh, it's not like we can do this for free. Um, right, right, right. But it does. But but while we're getting paid, it doesn't cost the creator anything, um, and it, and the small amount that it costs the supporter to tip us um, is you know people like they when they appreciate something they'll tip you for it. So Dave, so just to clarify on this before you go on, so basically the only fees that that the creator is getting charged are the fees that PayPal will charge or Stripe will charge us. 
for that's the right. transaction that's happening. That's the only transactional fee that's occurring in this model. That's right. That is okay. the only fee you pay. And generally that ends up being around three and a half percent. It can be a little bit higher with PayPal, um, but that's generally the vicinity of around, around where that is. The, um, the second model, the nearly free model, um, in this model, we do charge 5% and Stripe and PayPal do charge their fees. But we ask your supporters to cover your fees, all of your fees, both the, the platform fee and the payment processing fee. And that comes out to be around 85 to 9% that we ask them to, uh, to cover. Now, 85 9% is $2. You know, it's $3 for, for you know, someone who's supporting you. Um, it's not a lot of money, even if it's, even if they're supporting you at the hundred dollar level, you know, we're asking them for eight and a half dollars. It's not a lot of money. And usually what happens is that the, like we had talked about earlier, people are supporting their campaigns because they feel like they're part of the process, right? They're excited to being, to be part of bringing this work to life. And so they generally want to help you and will cover your fees um, and in fact, 90% of supporters on, on average, 90% are covering fees. And that brings the cost of crowdfunding down from around three and a half to four percent with simply free to around one to two percent in nearly free. So it's even cheaper than the credit card, than credit card fees. It's the it's the cheapest way for the creator to um, to raise to raise money. It's cheaper than selling it in an online store. It's cheaper than, which by the way, you can also set up an online store in Crowdfunder if you wanted to, but um, using the same model, but it is cheaper than, you know, it's going to be way cheaper than setting up with Shopify or Squarespace or whoever it is that you want to do um, it, it, by setting it up here with the nearly free, because, you know, they say in, in, uh, in life there, there are only two things that are for sure. And that's death and taxes. Well, it's death taxes and credit card fees. <laughs> right. And so uh, this is the wave that you can cheat credit card fees. I can't help you with death and taxes, but I can help you with this. So, Dave, so Dave because I'm a little slow, I'm no just problem. gonna I'm just gonna reiterate. So basically, so what you're saying using the numbers you use. So if somebody if somebody picks the hundred dollar tier, say for example, and they go to checkout, their checkout will be the hundred dollars plus the eight dollars or so. Of yep. fees added so they'll be checking out at 108 dollars yes versus just a hundred dollars exactly okay. right. and that's optional like they have the they have the option to remove the um to remove that that eight and a half dollars from their uh from their checkout flow right we're not forcing anybody it's not this isn't Ticketmaster, right we're not forcing anybody to pay service fees for you um we're we're giving them the option to support you with um you know covering your fees if they don't cover your fees, then you're you're on the hook, right? right? But yeah. even if you even if a hundred percent of your supporters don't cover your fees, a hundred percent, the worst thing that'll happen is that you're essentially in our not free model, which may seem really familiar to you because <laughs> it is you know the platform fee plus the payment processing fee. Right. So even if half your supporters do it, you're still way ahead. So it's interesting that they, they get they, they have that option at the end to say, oh wait, yeah. what, what, how am I going to why am I going to charge this? Nope, delete that, and then yeah. it just automatically goes into the not free, and then where the we we take we take that on exactly. So nobody so because that, that was my whole thing, right? If if I have a, a, a supporter who says, yeah, man, I'll give you twenty bucks, uh, okay, cool, man, just go in and, and pledge, 
And he's like, all right. And then all of a sudden it's 25. And it's like, dude, you told me it was 20. They well, can easily just say, hey, it's not 20. You know what I mean? Do you want me to show you what that looks like? Sure. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So let me, let me share. Is that okay? Yeah. Sam, I think he can share, right? Uh, you You're muted. You can't hear. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to leave this thing set up, okay? Yeah, no problem. Um, there we go. Can you guys? Oh, there. All right. There it, Thank is. You. There it is. All right. So let's take a look at um, uh, let's let's take a look at this one. Charms. Uh, this is a uh, this is. Uh, oh, I'm on the wrong screen. Hold on. I'm clicking in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, no problem. Here we go. Okay. So this uh, this campaign charms two is uh, Russ Cassidy's, mm -hmm. and um, uh, in this campaign they chose keep it all, right? So uh, the funds have already flown through to them um, from the outset. And if you go through the, the checkout process, so first off, just in taking a look at one of these pages, you can see um, you know, that we've got the, all the social sharing up front here. You can embed your campaign, you can grab a badge from here and embed this, camp, this campaign into your own website, into awesome. wherever it is that you wanna drop nice. it. You can grab a QR code if you've got, you know, somewhere that you want to stick a QR code. Um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of, and, and all the, you know, the usual sharing options that you would expect, right? We're looking at this, by the way, in the admin view. So you can see all these edit buttons where you can edit different parts of the, of the campaign directly right. from the page. Um, but you'll also notice that we've got um, uh, all of the rewards have images associated with them. So you can actually see what's, going into the reward right what uh what you're going to get from it so you know here are the here are the different covers that are available to you so let's say i am interested in this one mm -hmm. and i click on it it brings up a page it asks me where i'm where my shipping is um and then um and then there are a few options that people can choose here right so how many of these do i want but i can also pick a variant um, and that variant has a different price associated with it, right? So, you know, that's another way for you to to um, um, to Dave, easily kind of get those different options out there. Dave, when you pick a different variant, does does the image change on that screen or not? It does not. No, okay. we haven't gotten that far. Okay. Yep. But that's uh, that's a really good question. Thank you for asking. No, no worries. Um, and uh, and then what you can do is um, unlike with some other platforms well, that's it you selected your one you're done that's it i mean there, there's often an ad on screen here you can be like no i also want one of these cool. i also want one of these uh, actually, i want two of these right and i'm gonna get that one um so once you do that you go through you pick out what you want um so it really gives a lot more flexibility for people to just like fill their carts up with whatever it is that they want um and then you continue um, here you can ask them, uh, you can ask if they are interested in topping it up a little bit, um, their name, their email address, their message, and you can see, you can hide your name from the public. So you can make this, you can do this anonymously, um, and you can hide your contribution amount from the public, right? So it gives your, again, for your supporters, it's really, you know, it really uh, um, uh, supports them too. Uh, of course, you have to see their name, right? And, right, and right like yeah. so. um, they can put in a message and the message will show up in your activity feed uh for the campaign which I, I i don't we didn't talk about that when we looked at the campaign page but there's an activity feed and you can interact with people there post replies and comments and stuff like that so it's a really dynamic kind of uh, environment you can do promo codes 
Um, oh, you can send wow. out Chrome codes to your people and the, they can pop them in here. Um, but then you see, here's the breakdown, right? So I'm getting this item and this item and this item. I'm getting two of these. This is my total shipping. Um, and then it says cover fees for the cause optional, right? And so when you click on that, it says your support means a lot to us. An extra $7.63 will cover the processing fees of your contribution and you'll maximize the impact of your support. Uh, optional and very much appreciated. Thank you. And you can opt out or you can count me in, mm, right? Okay. And so you have your total right here. Um, it, if you're outside of uh, the currency that um, where the campaign is being run, it'll give you an estimate in your currency in your local country. I'm in Vancouver. It's showing me that it's in Canadian, what it would be approximately in Canadian dollars. Mm -hmm. And then I hit continue. And then here I go. I can pay with PayPal. I can pay with Apple Pay because I'm on an Apple device. If you're on uh, an Android device or a Samsung device, it'll show those. If, um, if you are in uh, the US, it'll show the option for you to use Venmo. Um, basically, whatever options, additional options are available to you, those will show up. Um, or you could just go straight ahead and put in your credit card here, pay now, and you're done. You know, I was going to ask you about Apple Pay, uh, Dave. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, that, that's like you, if you're, especially if you're doing it from your phone, you just double click on the side of that button and, and you're good to go. And it's super secure. So yeah. for those people right. who don't want to put their credit card information in, if they could just do it through Apple Pay, it's super secure for them. Right, right. No, this is amazing, man. This is cool stuff. So that's what that looks like. Um, if we can go back, do, if you guys don't mind, um, mm -hmm. I just want to go back to the campaign really quickly yeah. and show you something. So you see that at the top, you've got these tabs, right? Right. So activity is an activity feed that shows you, um, you know, people that are posting. Like, so it's a social feed that people can come in here and post whatever they want about the campaign. If somebody makes a contribution, uh, it shows up, you know, as something that they've done in the campaign, right? Or it could be anonymous. Do you see? Yeah. like how that goes and then you can comment on this you know like uh hey hey robert thanks so much that's awesome i really i really appreciate it right. you can share it or if it's offensive you can delete it i was gonna again, say you can control the trolls yeah no, I'm, I'm an admin view here so you know i can do that um and and uh or i can just like it and it'll send if i like it it sends a notice to the person who posted it to let them know that i liked it right it sends yeah. an email so um, so that's really cool. And then you can post updates. So again, we're in admin view. So the, the update entry here is, but if we weren't in admin view, admin view, it would just show you the updates that Russ has posted to the campaign, you know, throughout the campaign. So it's really easy to, to discover more. And the cool thing is that you can actually add additional tabs if you wanted to, you can add custom tabs. So you can add in an FAQ tab if you wanted to, or in about the creators tab uh, if you wanted to, or here are the links to all of my socials, come follow me, you know, and, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, you wanna definitely follow, um, you know, my podcast or my, uh, or my stream or, you know, my YouTube channel, whatever it is, you know, you can put in another custom tab about that. So, you know, we, we really want your campaign to be more than yeah. just a place where you're collecting money. We want it to be where you're actually um, um, interacting and communicating and building uh, a, an audience around yeah. your around your your uh, your labor's love. Yeah, it becomes an experience, and I think people are so used to the social how social media works that this isn't foreign to them. It just it's just another 
platform that they are familiar with. It's just yeah. another, somewhere else to kind of post about, you know, the campaign and what they're doing. So, I, yeah, I think that that's great. I had a question about before the campaign goes live, Dave. So let's yeah. say I'm excited about my campaign. I've been working on this thing, and I want to let people know that it's coming. Other, other, you know, Kickstarter has the pre-launch pages, and so does Indiegogo. Does Crowdfunder have a pre-launch or a landing page for people to kind of sign up for? Yes. So um, we do this a little bit differently. Uh, we don't have what is we don't have a like separate designated pre-launch. Okay. What we have is it is the whole campaign page with a subscribe button at the top. There's a, a big uh, banner across the top that says this campaign has not yet launched. Subscribe now. Mm -hmm. um, um, and uh, I, I could show you an example, but then I have to dig deeper into the platform <laughs> areas that I can't show you online. No, that's okay. That's um, okay. But um, but basically, it is it is the full campaign. So people can act, can can not just you know get a teaser. They can actually see which rewards are coming up, and they can That's plan. Fantastic! Them. <laughs> just like yes, <laughs> you know, because you you know, I think that's that's one of the things because you feel like you're getting a, a jump ahead, and you get to actually like say, you know what, and you know, I, I like that, I like that, you know, yep. and then also it's allowed. It allows them, if they're followers of your stuff, to ask questions about things that maybe they're interested in and they haven't seen on the on that platform before it even launched. Yep. So it, it's great for for dialogue. So so let me absolutely. ask you this, Dave: do do we know who signs up? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, even better. Yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. full visibility. I can't again. I can't show you because no, I'm going to okay. be showing you Ross's campaign. Yeah, but yeah. you have full visibility into everyone who subscribes, everyone who supports you. Um, anybody that uh, that you know is following the the campaign, um, right. and all that stuff is easily exportable. So mm -hmm. if you want to add them to your um, to your mailing list, again, you got to do it in compliance with you know like people saying yes, I want to yeah. subscribe to sure. your updates. Absolutely, and they have that option to say I want to subscribe to your updates. But you can export that to your um, to your regular mailing list, and then they become another part of your community. Because we want to help you build your community. We don't want the data to stay siloed with us and be like, no, they are our customers who <laughs> happen to buy your stuff on yeah. our platform. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Right. That's, a, that's definitely a game changer because that's something you can't do with. Um, no, I've, I've, had, I've, had to, I've had to send people like PDFs and say, hey, if you signed up to my campaign, send me your email so that I know you signed up. Like, I've had to go that extra, you know what I mean? When you say it like this, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, I don't know if you have another question, but I do have another question for you, Dave. I know we're running close to the end here. Yeah, we are. Um, I have a question about, there's also something that has on your campaign says, what, and, I, and I want to know, what does it mean when a campaign has no deadline? Like, does it literally run forever? And what does that look like? Because That's there is one that question. says, you know, no, no deadline. Yeah, that is a great question. So um, we, have, uh, we have the ability for you to set up your campaign as a store. Um, so you depending which we have we have a variety of layouts um you can choose which layout is appropriate for you um because russ's campaign is not using crowdfunder professional he has three layouts uh crowdfunder professional ads um some additional ones but you can do a standard campaign that's the one that you've, we've been looking at you can do a social storefront um and a social storefront does not have a deadline um it won't show a deadline um and you can you put in your story um and your it has the social uh sharing bars and then it's just a store or you can do a simple storefront which is cool because you can actually embed that in your own website and it just becomes a store that you can put in your website and people can you know buy through that store if you want to yeah. um 
So if someone does not set a deadline, then it just runs until they decide to close it, right? Cool. If the, the other cool thing is that even if you have set a deadline, once that deadline hits, um, the, the campaign automatically rolls over into a store. So we don't shut it down. So that means you don't have people coming to you three days after saying, oh, man, I missed the campaign. Yeah. You know, is there any other way I can get this? No, you can leave it open as long as you want. And it goes into, you know, sort of like the campaign is over. Now we're in pre-orders. Like, and so you can, you can just continue accepting uh, people's orders through there as far as long as you want. Like you might want to do it up until the point that you, uh, that you decide to go to print. Right. Or up until the point that you decide to do fulfillment um, uh, shipping. Right. So at any point, you can keep it open until you decide to close it. Um, and so, you know, the the. Um, um, uh, but then, you know, the op it's up to you to close it. So if if you look at the at the crowdfunder website, you'll see. Sorry, let's just go real quick. We're going to pop in here. Mm -hmm. that you can look at trending campaigns, the most recent campaigns, what's ending soon, what's ended, and what's ongoing. These are, these are campaigns that already passed their, um, their deadlines, but the people chose to keep them open and to continue selling. How do I get on that page, Dave, as a creator? How, how does my campaign get up there? It, it gets on this page by staying open yeah, after okay. the deadline. That's okay. it. Okay. So you can leave it open after the deadline, you end up in the ongoing page. And so, you know, this, this becomes a place where these are items that are ready to ship, most of them, you know? So it's a little bit like, like a comic store, right? Online shopping, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, it just, it gives you another place where you can sell your stuff. Got it. Um, because. What's, what's that first tab? Sorry? First, I can't, what's the first, the very first tab on the left? Uh, this one or the yeah. or here? Yeah, the, no, no, on the one you had, the one, yeah, that trending. one. Trending. Oh, okay. These are, these are campaigns that have um, that have received uh, contributions the most the most contributions the most recently um, in the past forty eight hours, I believe it is. I, I'm not oh, okay. sure exactly. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. That looks right, so, yeah, we have a question from Monty Buzz. Is there anything yeah. against running a campaign at the same time on another platform? Absolutely not. We are not proprietary. We want you to be able to, to get your work out there and get as many supporters as you can. So if you want to run something at the same time somewhere else, by all means, please do. Awesome stuff, man. Awesome hey, stuff. the one quick thing, because I know we're really short on time here, and I, I hate to do this, but if I can, I <laughs> wanted to show you. Uh, I want to go back into charms and I wanted to show you the analytics because yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was saying to you, if you're doing a, so sorry, really quickly. And, and Dave, listen, no, no rush. I, I was saying it more in case you had something else to do I, okay. I, by all means. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, like, I like the audience to walk away with as much information as possible. Yeah. 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 So okay. No, no I, I just, I want to respect, like, if you guys are like, this is an hour long show, you're out of here, man. <laughs> don't, worry about, don't worry about that. I was more concerned about your time. Like if you have, yeah, I really appreciate that. Do, yeah, no, go on. Go, go. Thank do you. Thing. So the goal, this is, um, um, th there was a $500 goal. This is the amount of money that, um, that Russ's campaign has raised. Okay. It's not the total amount of money that Russ has collected. And this is a big difference between us and other platforms. We do not include shipping in the, the goal. So you may look at a campaign in our platform and say, hmm, 
that campaign would have done better on the other platform. Yeah, because the other platform is adding in 30% for shipping costs and we're not, right? So so, um, so this is the goal number. This is the number that, you know, that is, that is the money that's come in toward the goal. This is the money that's come in toward the goal and shipping. Okay. So that's his actual money. That is actual money. Actual. This is the actual amount of money that's come in. That's perfect. Now, um, if you take a look at down here, you can see that, and I know it's a little small, so I, mean, I don't know if that helps. That doesn't really help. Never mind. <laughs> so, um, so if you look at this, Russ chose the nearly nearly free. Um, there were fifty six payments. This is the total amount of money collected, right? That's the number we saw up above. Um, the average payment was that amount. The platform fee was five percent. The um, um, the uh, pro uh, payment processing fees were that amount. However, the total effective cost of fundraising was one point two percent. Like that is all that it costs is 1.2 percent right so you know you could pay 1.2 percent with us or you could pay you know eight and a half to ten percent with another platform right it's entirely up to you um but this is how we are doing our best to support creators yeah. and try and put more money into their pockets towards uh, the fulfillment of their projects yeah no Dave, I, you know what it is i think with this particular and and the fees kill you that's what kills you at the end because you think you have five thousand dollars you know i ran into the whole thing and then there's a, the, a case of people didn't the, the credit cards didn't go through or mm -hmm. you know or the fees that now i'm, I'm waiting for them to take out you know there, there goes five six hundred dollars out the window you know what i mean just on fees alone so the fact that you do have those options and you're still able to stay in business because it works it works. It's, it's, it's a great thing. So yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was that. That was the uh, the that that was the uh, just one more thing that I think is really kind of uh, cool to show. I, I'll show you a, a different campaign. This yeah. one shocked me because I haven't seen this before. This is really cool. <laughs> um, this campaign, which is uh, um, it's um, Mark Stafford, who is a, a UK uh, cartoonist, mm -hmm. and he does his work is like all over the place. So he decided to collect it all together in what he's calling a salmonella smorgasbord. Um, and, um, and so his campaign is, uh, this is still running four days left, 92% of goal. Um, this I haven't seen before. So here's a, here's a more detailed breakdown of, um, and, and again, it's, oh, thank you. Well, hard to see. Here's a more detailed breakdown. Um, 78 payments, total, um, total amount is uh, three, thousand pounds that's toward the goal this is uh you know with shipping average payment etc recovery ask is 100 percent. we're asking for 100 percent of the fees um the uh recovery conversion is 82 percent right but if you go back here the recovery rate is 99.4 percent for an effective fee rate of 0.1 percent practically free Wow. And, that, wow. and that is the first time that I've seen that. Jesus. Now, incredible. it's uh, it's not, I mean, it's not terribly uncommon to see below 1%, but to see a tenth of a percent, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool indeed. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that is, that is awesome. So is awesome. when, when, um, what's the word I'm using for, at the end of the campaign, if you elected to, let's say if you got funded, you elected to collect the funds. And then from that point on, 
it's whatever payment was processed. So when at the end, when you see that final number, that's all that that's minus those who backed out. Oh, the cards didn't go through or yeah, does that so number you, still stay the same? Yeah, no, great question. So, um, so backing out, um, is we currently don't have the ability for somebody to just come in and, and back out, right? If they want to cancel their transaction, they have to contact you and you can, you can cancel it for them. Um, which is a little, you know, a little user hostile on our side and we're going to fix that, but it's, um, it's just, it's currently the way things operate. So don't fix it, Dave. Don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other the other part of this is that um, uh, every you know if you're doing a if you're doing a standard um, all or nothing campaign and you don't fund when you hit your goal, but you decide to let it run out all the way to thirty days or not, or sixty days, if you just decide to do a longer one, there are going to be some cards that that, that won't work. Right. That always happens. The, actually, the longer, again, from our analysis, the longer you run your campaign, the higher the percentage goes up of cards that are going to fail at that the end. Yeah. And so what happens is we charge all the cards and then um, that, are, that can be charged. And those that did not charge, that will drop your number, right? It'll drop your goal down number to whatever the actual is that went through. But we also give you a report and say, these are all the... Um, these are all the transactions did not, that did not complete. Um, and you have the option to then reach out to those people and say, hey, didn't work. Can we fix this? Well, I like that because on another platform, the number is the final number, but it, it, it doesn't deduct what wasn't collected. It does. So it's, it's we, do. we do. We will deduct what is not collected. That's awesome. In fact, um, there was, uh, nope, not ongoing. Yes, ongoing. This campaign... Um, did 3.1 thousand. Um, it was at 3.1 thousand. We went to run the cards. Some of them didn't go through and it dropped. And this is the actual, this is what actually happened. Right. Right. Does so it affect then? Does it, it affect its goal? Yeah. Funded. Right. And you know, then it was off by 80 bucks. Gotcha. So they still get their money because it did fund. They still, okay. still get their money. That was my question. Okay. Yep. Got it. But you, you actually, for financial purposes or what a tax purpose, you, you, you're actually showing the actual result, which on another campaign is misleading because when at the end, when it's closed, they don't adjust that number. Yeah. They keep it the same way. Right. No, we are, we're all about transparency, full transparency. Awesome. In fact, I had mentioned, we were talking about before about fraudulent campaigns. Mm -hmm. When we close a campaign for fraudulent activity, we don't, we don't, um, um, we don't, you know, hide it from public view. That campaign remain that page remains available and people can see it and they can see that it was shut down um, because of transparency. We really? want to know. It's like going to a supermarket and you see the shoplifter's face on the on the parade. Oh, let this person. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. amazing. The wanted signs in the post office. <laughs> That's it. Oh totally. man, this has been this is so informative, Dave. And honestly, if if I was on the fence about doing this, I'm like, I'm all, I'm I'm all in on, on this. On, oh, on perhaps, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. I mean, I think um, and there were some other you know, platforms that came up that I was on the fence about, but uh, the more I was, and I just wanted to hear it from you um, to clarify the questions, and you did a great job with it. Um, it 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 really provides 
I think for especially for the indie community, the uh, a really better alternative. Yeah. You know, um, uh, and it's something that you know, George and I were talking about about that we're planning twenty twenty three. Hmm. I think we I'm found telling another. you, man. I'm like, I, I I already created one just because I was like, let me see how it works. So I've already I was already creating one, but I think that definitely. I mean, because. To me, it's again, I love the transparency, right? I love the fact that we are able to interact with our grown, like we're trying to grow a fan base. And how are we going to grow that if we don't know who they are? <laughs> like, right. If we don't right. know who's following our page or who subscribed to, to pledge to it later, how are we supposed to build that fan base? We can't because we don't know who you are. And sometimes people forget, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's right. I subscribed to that, but I don't have a, a chance to, to pledge to it. You can always hit them up and be like, hey, man, you know, I saw you, you, you were interested. You know, you're still interested. If not, I'll leave you alone. Like, it's that simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that simple. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, we yeah. really we really um, work really hard to make the platform. We Like, our, our motto is that we want to be the creator-friendly platform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we really are making the effort to, to give you the tools to run your business the way you want to run it and not the way we think you should run it or the way that it's beneficial to our business. Because the more successful you are in your business, uh, that's how we get paid too, right? So absolutely, absolutely. The the other thing too, though, Dave, is that you're all actually making it easier for the person pledging or shopping. Um, in yes. this case, for our campaigns, because it's so simple. That's the biggest. That's yeah. thing. Oh, I don't want to have to register. You know, right. I don't. Wanna... I don't want to sign up, dude. I don't. I don't want to get stupid emails. Yeah, I don't right. Use Apple Pay. Exactly. Yeah. Do I have to use my credit card? Can I just give you cash? Like, you know what I mean? Like all these things. It's like, can I just give you the money and then you just give me the book when it's ready? Like, it's like, no, dude. Go to the go to the website and just do it. And, and it and it works like e-commerce. And people are so used to shopping online right. now that it's not a foreign thing to them. It's like, oh, I know how to do this. Oh yeah, of course they're gonna need my email. How am I gonna get that receipt that I paid for this stuff? You know, how am I? How are they gonna ship it to me if they don't have my address? Oh, I get that. You know, whether it's different, it's just different from signing up to something like just sign that sign up stuff. I do it when even when I shop online. I sometimes they'll be like at the end, do you want a guest checkout or do you want to sign in? And right. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just gonna guest, guest check out. I don't oh, want to yeah. have to put all this information in. Let's make it easy and let's go. And yeah. that's what this is doing, Dave. So yeah. yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, really. I think you Appreciate took the best you. of both worlds. You took the best of Indiegogo and Kickstarter. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, and you just made it so simple. Um, you know, I think you took away a lot of the, the, the complication, uh, the things that make it complicated and things that frustrate people. Um, and the transparency for me is huge um, because number one, I want to know who's signing up because I want to be able to communicate with them. Um, I want to I want to make sure that you know when at the end of the day when you're calculating the numbers you know you see exactly what it was it's not it, it's almost like it's misleading. I think you did um, a fantastic job with this and I see it just growing from this point on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly. Dave, the the one, I guess one of the last things I wanted to ask and and this is for those people who maybe are a little uh, design like they they don't they don't do design. I, I can't design. I, how am I going to design this page? Like it's easy. I, I see some of I, I was in there and it's just literally just importing things into yep. the thing and just yeah. typing out what that is. Typing and out then, a story, yeah. dropping in some images, dropping in some videos. You can even drop in your, um, um, I think, I think you can embed um, uh, your YouTube live stream in there if you wanted to live stream from there. Oh, um, wow. Like you can just drop Sam's, stuff in there. Sam's head. You should, Dave, you don't know Sam like that, but his head just blew up. He was like, wait, what? 
You don't understand. Now, now let me ask you, do you is this feature because uh, I haven't played around with it? Do you I have to delete an image to 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 move the image around, or can I move the image on the page? So, so great question. Unfortunately, right now <laughs> you will have to delete the image and and put it in again. Um, uh -oh. That is that's something that um, uh, we use. Um, uh, you know, all software engineers, they use different libraries from different, like you don't write everything from scratch. That's crazy, right? right? <laughs> uh, and the library that we're using, which is really great on many levels, um, that's the one thing that, that is one thing that it can't do. Uh, you're the second person to ask me that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, can't we just, can't we figure this out? But no, you can't, you unfortunately cannot drag an image. Right, okay. right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know. hey, all right. Is that it? You're out? That's it. That's it. You know, it's like you, you, I'll get Castle Gray score. I just can't get Battle Cat. I, it, it is what it is. You know. That's all it is. That's all it is. Oh, dude. Uh, Dave, but listen, thank you so much for coming on the show. We, uh, again, we appreciate it. And you, you're always welcome to come on. If you, you, if you have something that you want to promote, reach out to us and we'll, we'll have you on the show. We'll talk about it. And, you know, we'll talk some shop again, and hopefully we'll we'll meet you at one of these campaign. I mean, one of these uh, conventions that are happening now. Are you yeah. doing any conventions? Are you doing Are you doing the whole convention circuit? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we are, um, we're actually focused more on indie conventions. So, okay. and there, you know, there are less of those than there are, you know, comic cons and fan expos and stuff like that. So we're we're really focusing on going to the indie ones. Um, we're going to be at TCAF in Toronto. Um, we're going to be uh, at well, at VanCaf, because we live in Vancouver. So, you know, that's super easy. Um, <laughs> I, think, um, I think we're going to go to Emerald City. Um, I think we're going to go to, we're definitely going to go to SPX. Um, we're going to also go to Thought Bubble in the UK. So, oh, you know, wow, cool. we'll, be, uh, we'll be moving around a little bit. Um, but yes, uh, if you ever come to Vancouver. Absolutely. Yeah, is, SP, is SPX in Bethesda? Is that in Maryland? Yeah, that's the one in Bethesda. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. That's a nice one. You're in Vancouver. Do you watch Downey Live on YouTube? Do I watch what? Downey Live on YouTube. Uh, no. is, a guy, is a guy who's a big uh, train enthusiast, and he travels all around the world on different trains and, and vlogs about it. Wow. Uh, he's really big out there. And, That's and cool. I, I subscribe to his channel. Yeah, I should check that out. <laughs> oh, man. So, Dave, thank you so much again for coming on. We appreciate you. you. And uh, like I said, door is always open, man. Yeah. Well, if anybody, um, if anybody wants to connect, um, I am at... Uh, me, um, I'm uh, my, I'm at Barish, uh, my last name at B A R A C H. Um, I'm the, uh, that's, uh, let's see, that's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. It's, uh, it's on those three. Um, at Barish. Uh, at Barish, B A R A C H. Uh, you can connect with me there. And then, uh, of course, crowdfunder.com, right? There's, uh, lots of stuff there. And at crowdfunder is our, uh, is our Twitter handle. And, um, I think it's also crowdfunder on Facebook. Yeah, it is. I it is because I was tagging crowdfunder because I didn't know how oh. to tag you. <laughs> and, and on uh, and on Instagram too, you guys. Instagram, it's crowdfunder underscore underscore. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, yeah. I tagged yeah. it today. Yeah. And I, I am also on Instagram. Uh, I have a handle there, but I never look at it. So, <laughs> so you guys all know that's not where I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Outstanding. Awesome. Awesome. Dave, thanks again, man. And we'll yeah. talk soon for sure. It was great talking. It was really oh, great meeting dude. you, Sam and George, seeing you again. And yeah. Um, yeah, I look forward to, to talking again. Yeah. And you, you'll see us on the platform, man. It's happening next year. All right. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, <laughs> it's done. It's a done deal. If you're, uh, if you're setting up with Crowdfunder Professional, 
Um, if you are so, George, you you already set up, um, but Sam, I don't know if you have, but when you do, just reach out to me and I can I can verify you guys since oh, I know. Awesome. Beautiful, thank you. Awesome. Yes, thanks a Definitely. lot. I appreciate that. All right, thank you, sir. Cool. You got it. You got it. Good evening. Have a good night. Cheers. Please take care. So that was David Barish. What do you guys think? If you have any comments, leave it in the, in the link below. I'll have all his social handles in the summary at the end of this campaign, but, um, but you can check out crowdfunded link is already there. I think it's fascinating guys. I mean, I, I'm, it's funny because <clears throat> what I liked is, you know, Daphne and Anibal asked some really good questions and questions that I was prepared to ask. And I was like, all right, you know what? Um, you know, they beat me to the punch. Fantastic. Of course. But, because they are the, they they are the they're the indie community right and so they're asking what we would all ask and I think that's I think what I love about it is the the transparency that for me is the fact that it's right there black and white in your face you know where the other ones are very mysterious and you know and you don't know uh, uh, there's a lot of things you just can't do you just got to deal with it um, here you have a lot more control and I, and, I, and that's what I appreciate most about this platform. I, I think part of that is knowing your audience, right? I, I think that the indie community is like that. It's transparent, right? We want to know what's up, like, what are we doing? And I think that this platform understands that. Whereas Kickstarter is more, you know, you kickstart anything on Kickstarter. So they're a little more secretive. They're a little bit about let's protect the identity of the person who's pledging, which I'm all for it. But when you're pledging for comic books and stuff like that, you usually you're 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 usually like ready to to, to just pledge and, and and talk and chat and and do what we do. You know, it's just the indie community, and so I think that they they understand it, and I think Dave's got a good pulse of it, and you know he's he's uh he's doing great things with the platform. Hopefully, you know you know it continues on this trend, and and he just you know they, they just do gangbusters. Yeah, I mean the way I look so at it, it wants to help it grow too, bro. It's like a, it's almost as if it's like an indie comic con. The, the way that comic the the, the crowdfund is set up, you have the interaction. You have transparency with who's there. Right. All the things that you would get when you're at a Comic-Con, right? You're connecting directly with the consumer. The, you That's what you want. And I think that, you know, the barriers that are, exist with the bigger platforms um, make it a lot harder. So it's very impersonal. I hear you have an opportunity to tailor it and make it personal and build those relationships. Yeah. That's what I appreciate the most about it is that you can really connect. Um, and then you can get an insight on what, you know, um, um, what the people's preferences are. I love the fact that the landing page is the whole campaign. No, I, know. I love that, you know, because now instead of, you know, creating a preview link and say, hey, you know, what do you think? You know, and having to go through those steps, they can just go right there, sign up, check it out. You know what? It's more than just a thumbnail because, you know, you never know if the thumbnail is going to attract the the audience. So now let me see that thumbnail. Uh, let me see. Oh, wait. I love that cover. Oh, look. Oh, I didn't know they had this. Oh, look, the sample pages. Oh, it's all right there. Well, oh, look, it, it, it's also an incentive to have a completed page before it launches. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it, it puts the onus on us, the creators, to now finish our pages before we even put that pre-launch page up. Because yeah. we know that they're going to be able to see what we've done. So it's an incentive for us to finish that sooner. And it's, it also helps the audience see what they're getting themselves into when it actually does launch and go live. Yeah. The fact that you can get the money right away is also a good thing for us because, like, how many times have we gone through the thing where, like, stuff drops off? Or at this point, you can't even drop a pledge. You can't even come out. You, once you hit that um, pledging button, and if I have a campaign that, that takes it right away, that, that money's gone. You know what I mean? So it eliminates some of that stuff. Uh, so what, I like, what I like about it also is that there's a lot of 
uh, people that are just, they don't want to be inconvenienced with Kickstarter, which is why they never actually went on the platform to begin with. Yeah. They want to support, but they're like, oh, I don't want to give, you know, and I like this where you could just check it, check out and that's it and keep it moving. Um, you don't have to worry about, you know, another area. Yeah, that's the biggest it. thing, dude. That's the biggest thing. People, how many people, a lot of people told me when they were, when I was asked, like, I don't, dude, I don't want emails, man. Same thing here. I don't want to sign up. I just don't want any more emails. I'm done with junk emails. If they're gonna, if they're asking for my email address, they're obviously gonna send me some stuff. I don't want it, so yeah, I'll pass on this one. When it comes out, I'll buy it off of you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the money when it comes out. But at this point, so you get a lot of that, and I understand that because it is annoying. I, I do guest checkouts all the time. I don't, I don't want to have to give all my information all the time. Um, do they? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they have surveys, uh, Anibal, and I guess we'll reach out to today because I think you're, they're getting your information up front. So like we'll have your where to ship your stuff. Most of the time, those surveys are for shipping addresses and things like that, and emails and things. Yeah, like yeah, making so, sure. Yeah. yeah, so if you're getting if you're giving that up front, you're probably not going to get a survey from anybody if you're giving all that information up front. So, word. But we'll double check with them. But no, yeah, it's another great episode. Um, you know, um, and uh, you know, guys, if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up if you haven't done so already. If you haven't subscribed, uh, please do. You know, when uh, when we grow, the indie community grows. More eyes on us, are more eyes on our guests, and that's why we do this show. Um, and absolutely, and you're welcome. And um, uh, don't forget. While I am not on crowdfunder, uh, it's already done. You know, we're launching on the 4th, uh, Kickstarter for Desiree in My Toilet, book number four. Uh, sign up today. Be there. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. And I hope that you guys come along for the ride. It's going to be a fun adventure. And tomorrow morning, we're back. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew, where George and I talk about everything in pop culture. And also, we'll be talking about why you need to keep your head down and still look up. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow as well. And uh, finally, don't forget to uh, check out The Art of Samuel. Check out, uh, I have new new episodes every Sunday. And uh, Wednesdays, I have art streams. So uh, check that out. And for George? Yes, uh, make sure you hit up GetYourMedsWithAZ.com. Check out my books over there, The Adventures of Wonder Dog. Check out Russ5377, which may be making a comeback next year on something called crowdfunder you guys might have heard of it so check that out and uh yeah no man we'll be on tomorrow morning big shout out thank you so much uh to david for coming on and yes. talking to us about crowdfunder and um if you have any questions leave them in the comments we'll get to them and uh we'll reach out today make sure you follow him on social media twitter he's on there he's an open book ask him whatever you'd like and uh yeah we'll we'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning yeah. thank you Aurelis. thank you daphne um aurora's Capoyos and san martino thank you guys so uh, all of you guys for joining us tonight and uh with that said i'm saying the crazy man vera george the human Medina. and we are no it's all about my friend Say my name, say my name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you were thinking? Oh, right. Oh, he was grabbing. He said, I'm the. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze.